Welcome to the Datology Coach Dating Advice Podcast. My co-host Sarah and I provide unflinching dating advice to singles navigating today's often traumatic dating scene while reminding those opting out of it that staying single is a valid and sometimes optimal choice. Send your dating questions to hello at datologycoach.com and follow us on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for more free content. You can find the links in the episode description. Become a Substack subscriber for $5 a month and get two Nugget episodes on Mondays and Wednesdays and one full-length episode on Fridays. Datology Coach Nugget Podcast. Hello, Sarah. Hello. I'm ready to uh, get ready. this Nugget. We just recorded a, a, a Law & Order Fuck That Guy that I think you guys are really going to like. <laughs> and that's for subscribers only, just so yeah. that you know. And that goes out up on Wednesday. But this is, uh, these are where we have some questions. And Sarah, would you do me the honor? I would. All right. Okay. Hi, Kristen. I'm a 32-year-old single male, and I've been investing more effort into dating in the last year and a half. I've made a number of changes to my mindset and even some of my self-care routines to feel better and improve my success. But I am still struggling to find dates. And when I find dates, they often don't pan out. I feel like I need to make some changes in how I approach and think about dating. Do you work with male clients often? How would you suggest I go about evaluating whether a dating coach is right for me and what I need from a dating mentor to get the most out of the time I spend working with them? Uh, okay. Do I take male clients? I, I, I actually don't know. I mean, I know we have male listeners. And you, we you know, have male got, listeners. Got I'm, not in the mix. I, I'm not opposed to a male client, especially if it means that I can, I, I can help them become what women deserve. Sure. Right? Mm -hmm. um, but I keep getting this feedback from women who are like, don't tell them what to do. Then we don't know. And it's like, well, there's always going to be some of those people that are, looking for feedback just to screw you over but the majority of people who ask they're genuinely looking for help yeah the fact that this guy said mindset shift tells me that he's 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 doing some of the work right he's right he's doing the work he can on his own right yeah. and i think it's great like it's like self-care routines excellent yeah you know because i think a lot of people will be like wow a guy self-care yes well, and yeah. we want that we want a guy who doesn't yes. look at that as feminine or weak right we want a guy who takes care of his mental health who's aware of that stuff we really do right like that that's what we want so bravo sir we're yeah. bravo i think that's great uh yeah. yeah i could i work with you absolutely i think the best thing to do really is to just sign up for a 30 minute session and we can just talk we can just talk about you know like what your goals are um, and if I think you'd be better with a male coach and, and this is it, this is what I don't like. Like there's, there's no male dating coaches out there that I think are good for men. Oh yeah. I mean, we've talked about this. They, mm -hmm. they mostly tell women what to change about themselves, don't they? Right. Mm -hmm. Right. The, and that's just it. Men who become male dating coaches, I'm telling you right now, they're toxic people. Oh yeah. They're just trying to beat yeah. women down and, <laughs> and mold them into a, a, a woman that will be easy to manipulate and control. Oh, and I who will do to, all the work? Oh, I can't wait to talk about that Twin Flames documentary, <laughs> motherfucker! I started, I started looking into that. Oh, 
Yeah, it's so wild. That, that's a little preview. We're going to be, yeah. if you if you want to follow along with it, we want to give you some time to maybe watch it. It's on Netflix. It's called Return to Twin Flames. Uh, I think it's Recovering from Twin Flames, but Twin Flames is the key Twin word Flames. there. Yeah. And it's a three-part docu-series. Yes. And it's about these these two coaches These <laughs> that would charge hundreds, like thousands and thousands of dollars yeah. to like find your soulmate or whatever. Uh-huh and don't say anything else about it okay <laughs> because i i feel like um twin flame mm-hmm. goes hand in hand with like um in my masculine and yes. in my feminine like they yeah. have to be the ones who invented that right yeah yeah and the fact that it has permeated culture to such an extent is very mm-hmm. upsetting mm-hmm. so you should all watch it but anyway back to this gentleman yes with the good question yes um <laughs> Yeah, I, yes. As long, well, with male clients, I, I, I vet a little bit more stringently than I do female clients or women clients uh, because I do want to make sure, are you a creep just looking to like learn the ropes that you can manipulate women and, and be someone that you think they want you to be? Well, um, and if, are you going to be able to take feedback, right? Because so, right. so many men say they, they are open to it and then... Then you're not. They're not. And I need to make sure that I'm in, in a situation where I'm, I feel safe. Right. Like, the, And this is just our reality, Right. Like, if I have to work with a male client, am I going to end up getting harassed or stalked? And it's so funny. I was watching, reading something on uh, Twitter the other day, and this father said, uh, I'm going to be spending my night uh, sitting outside my daughter's work um, until she gets off of her shift because oh. a guy she rejected has been showing up and hanging around. Gosh. Like, this is a reality. Like, I, I just need to exp- explain that to you. I don't know if you listened to the last episode. Like, w- we we have to be very careful when we reject men. Right. So I'm like, the part of the reason why I, I don't often work with men is that if I don't feel comfortable, I have to reject them and I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the backlash. Yeah. You know, so, you know what though? One what? thing I, I think we can guarantee <laughs> is that if this person does work with you, you will be fair and kind. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's you not really going to be. be. It's not going to be a bash fest. It's not no. going to be any of that. I don't. I don't like that. I don't. I wouldn't ever do that, especially if you're paying money. I'm not. I'm not going to <laughs> shit. Um, I'm going to do whatever I can to genuinely point you in the right direction. Right. Uh, but with that said, sir, hit me up. Let's talk. Let's chat. Let's do whatever. Um, are we moving? That saying thank you next. I think so. Yeah. Uh, thank you okay. next. Okay. Um, let me see. There's a nice little few things on uh, Reddit that I thought were helpful. Oh, boy, were there. Uh-huh. Oh, that uh, one about the couple that moved in? Yeah, we got it up, ready to go. <laughs> okay. Uh, dating over 40. Should I not have moved in with my boyfriend? Am I expecting too much? <sighs> uh, I have been living together with my boyfriend for five months, and we've been dating for dating for almost three years. We are both divorced with children. Mine are adult and teen, and he has one little girl, eight, and I am 40, and he is 37. Living together is something we'd always discussed as a next step. However, I wasn't quite ready for that commitment, having come out of a 17-year marriage and never having lived on my own. I was always, I was also not ready to have my kids live with another man, so I needed mental adjusting to process that. Sure. So I lived on my own with a lot of hard work and sacrifice for two years. I truly enjoyed my independence and privacy. After two years, the time came to renew my lease, but unfortunately, my rent increase made it challenging to stay stay put. My choices were to pay the high rent, find another place with more affordable rent, 
or move in with my boyfriend and split costs. Split the decision to move in together was made this summer and we both were excited to build a space together we have been living together having together having kids on a part-time basis for five months with the exception of my daughter who lives with me full-time and work is and works is a full-time student i work from home full-time as well and have taken great pride in handling everything in the home Mm -hmm. i am also the only one cooking cleaning doing laundry organizing etc you don't say my kids help do their laundry when they're home. Every once in a while, my boyfriend will begin begin nah, helping. <laughs> begin helping, but then he forgets to finish whatever he began to do. Mm-hmm. He also works full time, and I understand that he is tired, etc. Hmm. When his daughter is over, she won't sleep in her bed for different reasons. So on those nights, I find myself sleeping anywhere but my own bed. She won't sleep in her bed for different reasons. So on those nights, I find myself sleeping anywhere but my own bed. There's a lot to unpack here. Lots to unpack there. This weekend alone, she's been here since the holiday, and I have been sleeping elsewhere for the last two nights. It's been basically expected that I won't be in my own bed. I have not said anything because I am truly in shock this weekend that zero effort has been made to have her sleep in her own bed. Lately, I've had my kids asking why I'm not sleeping in my own bed. I'm running out of excuses and feel embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah, my boyfriend doesn't own a car, so we use my car for everything. This is something I didn't foresee being a problem. He had a car earlier this year, however, sold it. What? He says, <laughs> wow, what was that? <laughs> what? <laughs> he says he can't afford a car right now, so he gets to work using the work car, which is strictly for work. <laughs> my <sighs> car is used for all non-work drives. I pay for the car and insurance. Today I have a nail appointment, which I mentioned to him last night. He offered to come along with his daughter to hang out nearby while I get my nails done. Which actually means what? The, next, the next sentence. This would entail me being dropped off and him going off in my car. So basically he wants to borrow the car. Right. Uh-huh. On Thanksgiving, I cooked for us entirely by myself as he laid on the couch on his phone with football in the background. Mm-hmm. After we ate, he asked if we could make a plate for his ex-wife, who is sick with the f- <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. After we ate, he asked if we could make a plate for his ex-wife, who is sick with the flu. And in his words, poor thing, I feel bad for her. She's not feeling well and is going to urgent care. Oh, Who's giving her a ride? Not you, I guess. (laughs) So after the meal, he left to pick up his daughter and drop off the plate of food he prepped for his ex. In whose car? (laughs) (laughs) He better be taking an Uber. Okay, I'm sorry. Go on. The ex does not have a partner and text calls him often for any mishap or, or to vent. Uh-huh. I'm not told everything all of the time. However, sometimes I'm around and obviously hear his responses, which provide a bit of insight on the conversation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Again, uh-huh. I'm writing to vent because I feel off about something the uh-huh. more I observe. Yeah, me too, girl. I feel me, like too. A ha- me too. I feel like a housewife without being married and it's beginning to feel a bit thankless and skewed. I am also not looking to find faults either. Uh-huh. You should be. I've well... walked into this with such a positive disposition and I'm slowly feeling a little disappointed and second guessing my decision. Uh-huh. We have 10 uh-huh. months left to the lease, and I am considering telling him that I would like to live on my own again with my kids. If little effort continues from him, then I would prefer living on my own and giving the relationship a try from our own spaces. Don't do that. 
I don't want to continue to sleep on a couch or on a kid's bed because his daughter is visiting. I don't always want to cook, clean, do laundry, transport people around. I'm in my 40s. My kids are independent, much older, and have their own things going on. It feels tiring to work a 40-hour work week remotely and balance 24-7 home responsibilities. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm wondering how much communicating I need to do for him to realize that there are certain dynamics that aren't working. A lot. But babe, he knows. He well, knows. they're working for him. Right. Yeah. He lets things slide despite knowing something isn't right. And I find uh, that to be disrespectful in a sense. There's uh-huh. a lot wonderful there are a lot of wonderful attributes to him too. However, lately I feel I'm pulling a lot of the weight without being a nag about any of yeah, it. Yeah. You are not nagging nearly enough. Yeah. What what are the positive attributes? Because I didn't hear one. I did not hear one. You know? Because sometimes um, when people write these letters, like, you know, listen, he's a great listener and he always remembers certain <laughs> things that I say. Uh-huh. I didn't hear anything like that in this letter. Well, or this post. let's see. They've been together for five months. No, they've been living oh, together. Oh, sorry. Living months. together five months. Okay. So it has taken him five months to completely exhaust her goodwill. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he has been this parasitic force in her life, sucking her dry. <laughs> In five months. <laughs> so clock that. Uh, they've been dating for almost three years. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a number of questions here. Mm-hmm. Let's start with one of the one of the easiest things here. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've never ever heard of someone getting a company car who can't also drive the company car as their car right i think she's talking about her car uh in what so let's see she says my boyfriend doesn't own a car this is something i didn't foresee being a problem he had a car earlier this year but he sold it he says he can't afford a car so he gets to work using the work car which is strictly for work my car is used for non-work drives it sounds to me like he has a company car that he's because she's called because she's saying work car and my car are separate she's not saying he drives my car just to work she's not saying okay you see so is it her car his well he must have how i'm reading this is that he has a company car Mm -hmm. but that he's telling her oh babe I i could only drive it to work and back which is fucking nonsense. I don't think that's what she's saying. I think, no. Am I missing? I, am I fucking that up? I think you are. Okay, okay. listen. <laughs> listen. Let's let's run. Let's run back the tape. Okay. <laughs> my boyfriend doesn't own a car, so we use my car for everything. This uh-huh. is something I did not foresee being a problem. Mm-hmm. He had a car mm-hmm. earlier this year, but he sold it. He says he can't afford a car right now. So he gets to work using the work car, which is strictly for work. And my car is used for all nine work drives. Oh, I get it. You're right. You're right. Okay, so what so- I'm hearing <laughs> is that he's... I, I don't know why he's doing this, but for whatever reason, he's fucking lying about this work car. Yeah. He could drive his work car. Yeah. Without any regard for like wear and tear Mm -hmm. i don't understand why he won't 
like it's it's honestly a little bit like he wants to be a draining force in her life. Right. I well, don't understand. Can we talk about the daughter? Because if she's not sleeping in Listen, her bed, there's a reason I started with the car, right? Because <laughs> like, there's a lot to unpack here. Why is she sleeping in the dad's bed? Okay, tell me why. <laughs> tell Ain't me why that. But a heartache. <laughs> <laughs> tell me why that. Tell me why there is apparently no discussion about resolving that. Yeah, this girl is eight years old. Is she this... eight years old? Yeah. That's... Oh, I thought she was older. Can you imagine? I was like, what? 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 Well, my point is that eight is, it's, it's too old to be doing this. Like, we, it's time Hang for on. a therapist to take over. Hang on. I slept in my father's bed when I was eight. It, that I, My mother died when I was seven. I slept in my father's bed. Because your mom died. <laughs> her well, mom is fully alive and not it... addressing her trauma. Maybe she's just, maybe there's just something going on, more going on with the mom that she doesn't know about. That's what I'm saying. No one is addressing the trauma. They're just letting this girl who's too old to be sleeping in her parents' bed sleep in her, at least one of her parents' bed. Mm-hmm. Eight, you, you gotta, you gotta let a therapist take over. Yeah. That kid needs to learn to sleep alone. Yeah. That is too fucking old. But here's the thing that feel this all feels very codependent, and so that makes sense. Uh-huh. Well, it does that, it, it does right? Like the daughter is very codependent on him. The ex-wife. Why is the ex-wife still calling him? Well, why did he sell his car to make to create more codependence? Right? Yes, actually, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. a really good. That was a really good observation. Like that's the really only ha- explanation. He really has created this so that these women are all dependent on him. Mm-hmm. and vice versa i mean and but that is where she comes in uh-huh right because he's he's only emotionally there for these two, for his ex-wife and the daughter pretty much she's just, she's just there to fucking cook and clean that's what i'm hearing yeah that's, that's <laughs> it there you go there's the answer full stop and sometimes, and sometimes she loves in the car right yeah like girl that's all you are to him mm-hmm. p.s if he drives that car, he should be paying the fucking insurance. Uh-huh. What do you mean you pay for it? Get out of here. Tell me why when the kids are home, they do their own laundry and he's not. Right? These are children and he won't even, he, he forgets that weaponized incompetence again. Uh-huh. He forgets. He doesn't forget. He knows. He just knows you're going to do it. Kristen, let me tell you how aggressive aggressive I would be with this man. <laughs> In this scenario. Okay, please do. If I were fully fed up <laughs> the way it sounds like this person is, and uh-huh. he had just sucked all of the goodwill and kindness out of me mm-hmm. over the course of five months, mm-hmm. the next time he starts laundry and forgets to finish it, I'm I'm throwing the wet laundry in the fucking bed I can't sleep in. <laughs> forget forget it. it? Try to forget it now. I bet you can't. I bet you can't forget it now. That's your problem. <laughs> that's that's where I would begin. Oh, and that's a good, very good place to start for sure. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my God, I think that's great. Yeah, this guy's honey. He's just you're just you're basically his maid. Mm-hmm. That's all you are. Yeah, it doesn't even sound mean... like you two have sex. 
this whole like oh i understand he's tired you're fucking tired like she doesn't mention until way later that she also has a full-time job right you also have a full-time job Mm -hmm. did he uh, did he unilaterally decide to sell his car it because it sure sounds that way was there no discussion about him using your car he just assumed he could fucking help himself to it whenever he pleases did he sell it or did he get fired well i think he still has the work car because he's using it to get to work right but it's strictly for work oh okay which doesn't make a lick of sense (laughs) not at all i mean there's no there's just no like i don't yeah i've anyone listening could tell me if they have an example of like a someone getting a company car but being so strictly surveyed on its use that they literally can only drive it to work and back yeah i've never fucking heard of that i've never heard of that either it's not a thing no (laughs) no not at all not at all yeah this guy's he's using you babe He's using you. He's using you. He's he's generating codependence, which mm-hmm. doesn't need to be there the, because of the fucking car for right. one thing. Right. <laughs> like starting starting a chore or an errand and forgetting to finish it mm-hmm. only creates more work for you. Right. Because you can't do the thing you meant to do because his piles of whatever are in the way. Mm-hmm. Right. I mm-hmm. mean, yeah. I know this person is on Reddit and therefore probably not listening, but I highly recommend the next time he leaves wet laundry in the washer, you know Mm -hmm. what to do. Yeah. We give you full permission. (laughs) Are we saying fuck that guy next? I mean, here's, here's my question Mm -hmm. with this Mm -hmm. and, and scenarios like this in general, right? She asks, how much communicating do I need to do for him to realize that there are certain dynamics that aren't working? I don't know the answer to that. Like, is, because for her to get to this point, like I said, he's already sucked out Mm -hmm. all of her energy Mm -hmm. and all of her goodwill and taken full advantage of the fact that, like, like she says, she takes pride in, in caring for people. She likes making things homey. Mm-hmm. She's taking full advantage of that. Mm-hmm. Is this even redeemable if you're with a person who's willing to do that to you? Yeah. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer either. Okay, well, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> Follow up. Follow up. We're stumped. <laughs> Sorry, I sent you an article. I believe it's from the New York Post, so you know it's got to be good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Read the headline. <laughs> um okay the headline is oh wait i lost it sorry hang on can you pause for a second sure okay got it the headline is Mm -hmm. cluster of sexually transmitted eye syphilis cases point to one man (laughs) according to the cdc kristen the cdc So this guy's just jizzing. <laughs> well, yeah. He's just jizzing in women's faces. Uh-huh. And he's mm-hmm. not warming, warning them. Uh, can you read the article, please? <clears throat> A cluster of eye syphilis cases have been found in Michigan, according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. 
This week, the agency reported five cases of ocular syphilis in women with a common male sex partner that occurred between March and July of 2022. Wow. All of the women aged 40 to 60. And oh, treated- my God. <laughs> I mean, he's. Listen, that's how you broaden your options, my friends. <laughs> All of the women aged 40 to 60 and treated with penicillin <laughs> named the same sex partner when interviewed about their sexual history, including three who reported meeting the man online. Mm-hmm. Symptoms exhibited among the patients include blurred or double vision, floaters, headache, sensitivity to light, skin rashes, as well as genital sores. Other symptoms can include red eyes, eye pain, or eye lesions, according to the Cleveland Clinic. Ocular syphilis is rare, only occurring in approximately 1-5% to of people infected with neurosyphilis, a fatal complication of the bacteria that affects the brain and spinal cord, uh, and the New York Post just crapped out on me. <laughs> um, okay. um, but yeah, just that, so just that if, one guy. If the women are 40 to 60, how old uh-huh. are we putting this guy at? 40. When, you think? 40, 40, 45. Oh, I say 50s. Okay. I say 50s because people, I'm telling you, people might, especially uh, in the, like, post-menopause age uh, yeah. you know we're like oh well, we don't need condoms because you can't get pregnant right do you know what i mean that's why i say 50s you you can't get pregnant but you know what you can get syphilis. Oh, plus, I I syphilis. <laughs> yeah but it is now if they're getting genital also getting genital uh-huh. sores does that wh- i think he's just spraying it everywhere that's, <laughs> that's like a garden hose <laughs> That's what I take away from this. <laughs> oh, my God. That's what it sounds like, right? Yeah. That he's just, like, pulling out. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Yeah. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. So. <laughs> so do we now need condoms for our eyes? I mean, at least some goggles. Right? <laughs> I mean, I, I think with this, I think I think the takeaway here is, like, um, as as much as you may not feel sexy with glasses and a ponytail, maybe leave your glasses on. <laughs> please do. I'm begging you. Please I mean, do. There's got to be some barrier. Oh my god! It just doesn't get better with age. It doesn't. It doesn't. How about the fact that this this one man mm-hmm. is presumably just white knuckling it refusing to go to the doctor literally as his dick is falling off <laughs> sir this isn't the 1700s <laughs> this like get a penicillin <laughs> this is not a big deal it doesn't yeah. well didn't have to be didn't have to be but it is now but this yeah. is like you know why because he doesn't have anyone making doctor's appointments for him i mean he just yeah he he just will not go to the doctor nope not at all. And here we are. <laughs> and here we are. Well, you get a bunch of dick. 
bunch of jizz in your eye. I mean, <laughs> there's a new thing to watch out for every day. You know, with these dating stories. <laughs> if you can see it, with... if you can see, if you can <laughs> see it coming, but up. Uh... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Good night. All right, hang on. <laughs> I, I, hold on. I oh, I broke now. Kristen. <laughs> All right, that was, uh, <clears throat> we're going to end on a high note there. Yeah. <laughs> follow us on Instagram at DatologyPod. Follow me on Instagram at the Kristen M T H E C H R I S T A N M. Please follow my YouTube. I'm trying to get to a thousand followers so I can start monetizing. Uh, follow my character analysis YouTube if you want some like true crime pop culture stuff. Those will be linked in the episode description. Uh, this is the nugget. <clears throat> so now, if you become a paying subscriber, you'll hear the Law and Order Fuck That Guy this Friday. You'll hear Friday's episode where we'll we'll be devoting about twenty minutes of it to uh, what is it? I think it's like surviving twin flames or surviving twin flames, leaving twin flames. Something and this about is about these like this sort of culty uh, love coaches. Yeah. Uh, so and that's all we're going to say because that's all we need to say. But we're going to be uh, doing sort of like a review and watch type of. Um, thing with it on friday's yeah. episode but to hear these things you have to become a paying subscriber it's five dollars a month you get the three episodes a week monday wednesday friday monday and wednesday are nuggets uh friday is the full-length episode monday episodes are typically free so that people can get a taste of the show and uh so subscribe get the get the three episodes we're we're worth it i think hell yeah we are it's hell a, yeah, it's we- escaping Twin it points. is um, send your questions to hello at datologycoach.com or go to my website datologycoach.com and click ask a question get a dating profile review we've got the holidays coming people yeah. uh, so get a dating profile review sign up for a quickie review we'll go over it I'll tell you if there's any ch- tweaks or changes you need to make, make some, maybe make some uh, change some photos uh, change some words make sure you're not setting yourself up to attract the wrong type of toxic people mm. uh the mm-hmm. discounts are automatically applied. I made a page for podcast readers. So just go to the website, go and click uh, book a profile review session and the discount codes are automatically applied. You don't need a code. What else? Follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach and my character analysis. And that would be it. All right, bog witches, value your time. Bye. See you at the eyewash station. See you at the eyewash station. Bye. Bye. Bye.